Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-Housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-Housing Houston is a multi-generational community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, in Houston, even ahead of Austin. So welcome everybody. I think this Hi, is our Lynn. episode number seven. <gasps> wow. Kelly, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. And I'm so excited. I'm sorry to jump all over you, but we have a guest today. Woo, we have a guest yes. on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I know. Me too. I have to tell you, I met this lady in Portland in the summer of 2019. And I walked into this class. I signed up for something about sales and marketing with co-housing. And man, this sparkle kind of danced across the front of the room and she was just effervescent and so clear in her thinking and everything she said. I, I mean, I must have written down 12 pages of notes in that one hour that she presented to us. So it's none other than Shelly Parks. Uh, so let's just give her a warm welcome and um, let's get going on our conversation. Hi, Let Shelly. Me, <laughs> Hi. Know, I, sorry, I just, I'm sorry because I, I, I'm just kind of stumbling around here. And what I wanted to do before I really got getting going with Kelly, Shelly, is I wanted to kind of tie us back to where we were last week. And that will kind of connect us with why Shelly is here today. Because otherwise you'd be wondering why she's just suddenly showing up today. So last week, Kelly and I were talking about the fact that to really make a change in life, especially something like co-housing, you might buy into it intellectually, you might think it's a great idea, but it takes a lot to actually jump into this waters of co-housing. And I always use the analogy of the burning platform that gets me to jump, like it gets so uncomfortable, so hot, so fiery where I am, that there's no other alternative for me that I have to leap. And Kelly came back with this other kind of Kelly, what's your, your, <laughs> well, I'm going to call on the swim platform. You know, you look around at who's with you on the swim platform and then you hold hands and you leap off together into something new, into some fun. That's so my- I got to thinking, you know, Shelly Parks has got a great story about that. What is her jump moment? So I called her up and I said, Shelly, you up for this? You've, I know you listen to podcasts. I know you've talked on podcasts before and she was all about it. Wow. Thanks, Lynn. I am excited about this and really feel honored to be talking with both of you. Thanks. Thank you. So Shelly, I know that you and Lynn have talked about uh, your background a lot, but I know that you have a professional background that kind of leads you to co-housing. Could you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, I spent um, most of my career working in the continuing care retirement industry, um, leading sales and marketing teams. So it was all about, you know, how to encourage people to join a community. Um, For many years, I worked on startups. So that's very similar to when co-housing groups get going, where you have to, you know, find people that are interested in a dream and get them committed to it. And, um, And just as a little side note, I also, during that time, ended up with my assisted living administrator's license. Never used. It, but <laughs> oh, wow. they did have my license at one point for that. So, yep, that's that's what I did for my professional career before I left that to focus on co-housing. What exactly are continuing care communities? I haven't heard that term before. 
Yeah, so they're retirement communities where people come in um, usually on the independent side. So they're you know very much not needing any kind of supportive living, but within the community you have built in the higher levels of care. So you would typically have assisted living and maybe even a skilled nursing center, maybe a memory care center. So it gives people a lot of security knowing that if they move in into independent living down the road, if they need the care, they have it. Gotcha, okay, thanks. You know, um, I just have to say my dad, who is really needs this for himself, he calls it walk in and then carry you out in a box. That's his <laughs> definition. That'd yep. be easier for you to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Shelly, with that background, how did you end up in the conference at Portland? Because we were definitely not talking about assisted living or 55 plus communities. How on earth did you get to the Portland National Co-Housing Conference in 2019? Well, it started a few years before that when I, you know, in my work, um, as much as I really loved what I did, you know, I felt like it was really an opportunity to serve people as they were aging. But there was a point where um, I realized I would never want to live where I was selling. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, as a, as a person who, you know, has built my career around sales and, and feeling like, you know, I'm not a used car salesman, I'm an ethical salesman, <laughs> um, that I really had to look at, um, you know, what was going on in my life that I felt this disconnect between, um, yeah, not feeling good about where I was working and then what was next. So it was, it was a little bit of a tough few years for me there. And, um, you know, when I, I started really looking into like, how do we age well? You know, what are some other options out there? Because at the time I felt like the only options were you could stay in your house and age in place, which is what a lot of people want to do, but that often doesn't work very well or move to retirement community. And the retirement community was not feeling like the best option. So started just doing my research, you know, using Google a lot and came mm -hmm. upon co-housing one night. Wow. Okay, so then you came across co-housing one night, and then what happened that night? I hear there's some kind of story behind what happened that night. Well, you know, like anything, when you find something on the internet, you know, it can yeah. take many hours of your time. And I, I just, you know, it's one of those, those very memorable nights for me because I had the sense that my life was going to change. Hmm. And you know, just came upon co-housing, started reading about it. And I think, you know, for me, and I hear this from lots of people where they talk about they've had the idea in their head in some version, but now yeah. they found a word and a concept around that. So I think for me, it was very much about, oh, this is how we're supposed to, you know, live together. And this is how we should age well together. And, and you know, what was really fun for me was, um, just kind of a small world thing as I was, you know, doing my research and learning about it. I learned about, you know, uh, Chuck Durrett and Katie McCammett, how they had gone to Denmark to, to study it. And it just turned out that I was in Denmark during the same time. Unbelievable. <laughs> so I thought, you know, of course it was that, oh, this is meant to be moment. Yeah. You know, which, which was really cool for me. But, you know, again, all, as I was doing all that research, I um, learned that there was a national conference coming up in Salt Lake City. And that conference, the focus was on senior co-housing. So mm. it's like a good moment for me to buy a plane ticket and, and go to a conference on senior co-housing. 
That's so, so that, yeah, that's great. So that got you, it sounds like that was kind of your professional entree into this realm. How did that move and shift for you from a professional interest to a personal interest? What, what were the kind of the drivers there? Oh gosh, thanks for that question. Cause <clears throat> it definitely was a, you know, a shift for me. You know, I went to the conference very much wanting to learn about, you know, how do we age well in co-housing? Um, and, you know, personally, what was going on for me was, um, you know, in my own, my own personal family, um, I was born to much older parents. So in my family, I had sisters that were in the beginning of the baby boomers, and I was at the very tail end of the baby boomers. So there was a big spread in our age. And because of that, I had already gone through at a you know, pretty young age, gone through the issues of aging parents. My, my dad was diagnosed with Alzheimer's when I was in my 20s, which was you know young mm. yeah. for me to go through that. Um, and my sisters were having their own health concerns. And so um, you know, it was just this moment of really asking myself, how do I want to live? You know, not, not just aging, you know, it, it started to be, get bigger than that about what do I want my life to look like? And um, yeah, so it was a big, a big couple years for me in that as I was working through all that. Okay, so this is a question we get a lot because people have this internal journey, right? From where they were to where they wanna go. But if they have a partner or spouse, they have to bring that person along. Um, I'd love to hear about how you communicated that that shift within yourself um, to bring your your spouse along with you. I'm assuming that your spouse is moving in with you. <laughs> I assume you've been successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was it was kind of the start of my jump moment, right? I was thinking about your podcast from last week when I listened to it and trying to think about, yeah, what was that? You know, as I was leading up to that jump moment, so we we can talk more about that. But I think for Charles, I mean. I think I have often had wacky sort of ideas in my life, you know, and I've we've been married a long time. And, um, you know, I think when I first brought up co-housing, Charles definitely looked at me like, that sounds kind of weird, you know, but, you know, the whole, all the things people think like, that sounds like a commune or, yeah. you know, yeah. or what? what um, but I will say for Charles, it was actually his first visit to Bellingham co-housing in Bellingham. And, and it was funny because he really loves European villages, small villages, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and he walked around the whole time looking kind of up at these, you know, two, three-story buildings. And he said, this is like a European village. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was the moment for him when he had an opportunity to actually tour a community yeah. and he understood what it's like to, you know, have that design and to, to be living, you know, close together. You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you had him on board. I assume that that then was one of the holding hands and getting ready to jump in the water. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, you know, that jump moment for me, it was interesting because I actually saw myself in both of your, you know, the, 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 the burning platform, you know, because for me, that was the professional part of it, right? That was the, the, oh my gosh, I can't be on this platform any longer. You know, how do I, how do I, you know, go in and act as a professional and share my skill set with co-housing communities? But the other part, Kelly, is your part, like, right? It was about, you know, I had this sense within my soul that I need to needed to be better connected with people. You know, I was pretty yeah. driven in my career and, 
you know, I had just walked away from a lot of relationships because life got busy and, mm. you know, all that. And I was really feeling like I wanted to live differently. And it was really about connecting with people on a deeper level. And so, of course, that's when I also started thinking about co-housing for myself. <laughs> and, try, and, mm. and, uh, and so we had an opportunity to join Skagit Co-Housing. It had already been formed and was up and going, but we joined in the early day to, days. So so besides, you know, professionally working with co-housing groups, I also um, am a member of, a, of Skagit Co-Housing, which is under construction right now. So we'll be moving in in about a year from now. That's so exciting. So yeah. exciting. Can you believe it? So how long has this journey taken you from the, for when, when was that night, that all-nighter that you pulled on Google that led you to Katie and Chuck and the Salt Lake City conference? When was that? You know, yeah, I think, let's see, I, I think the conference, I, I should know this off the top of my head, but I, it, it's the COVID year, right? Time is, yeah, 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 we don't know. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I think it was 2016 when I went to that okay. conference. Um, and, uh, you know, it was probably, yeah, so, you know, 2015, 2016 was when I was really starting, my heart was starting to prepare for co-housing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's wow, fantastic. what an amazing journey. Um, Shelly, well, before, well, hang on, Lynn, before we let Shelly go, I have a question. I would love for her to tell us about something specific that I know she knows a lot about, um, because I would love for our listeners to have this piece of, of vocabulary. There's something called the 500 Communities, which is a professional development program um, for co-housing, and Shelly has been through the program. So I would love, Shelly, if you could tell us a little bit about the 500 Communities and what that has, uh, how, how that has helped you in co-housing. Yeah, so the, the 500 Communities Program is a, is a professional development program that Katie McCammon does. And um, for those that don't know Katie, you know, she's really um, considered one of, the, one of the people that brought co-housing, you know, to North America over 35 years ago. And, um, you know, when I realized that this was maybe an answer to what I wanted to be doing with my life, I didn't know where to start, right? <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. and um, had the opportunity to talk with Katie, and she invited me to apply for her year-long program. And what Katie um, is really working on is is bringing people in with a very broad set of of skills. You know, you have developers, you have you know builders, realtors, you know, all people all in all different. Um, um, you know, ways of coming at co-housing. And, and she is really trying to impart a, a lot of what she's learned over her career to people that would like to be in the co-housing uh, world as professionals. And so, um, and it's been really amazing for me to have that experience, to learn the big picture of co-housing all the way from, you know, getting a community off the ground and getting organized all the way through development and people moving in. So, you know, and my, and where I have found my fit is in the sales and marketing side. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Shelly. Yeah. You know, Shelly, as we kind of close down here for today, I'm wondering if there's any, anything that you might have to say to any of our people in Houston who are looking at this, they might be an explorer today, they might be just still coming and listening to our info sessions, and they're thinking about their jump moment, and could they ever visualize themselves? Is there any kind of parting messages or, you know, something from your background that you would leave with them to think about? Well, 
I think there's two things. I think there, there's the economics of living in community together. You know, I, I know when I was working in the retirement living world, I was very mindful of how expensive it was to have people serve you, right? In the retirement living world, you're paying people to serve you. And it's very expensive to do that. And so, you know, I think that, that as people are looking at ways to, um, I guess, live more sustainable lives, we use that word mm -hmm. a lot in co-housing, you know, just the economics of it, it makes sense for us to come together and, and you know, share our lawnmower mm -hmm. and share mm -hmm. our skill set, you know, share how to, you know, fix a bicycle tire <laughs> instead of, you know, having to go to a bicycle shop and pay someone to do it for you. <laughs> so there's the economic piece of it that I think is really important for people to really think about and, and to understand. But then I think just the, you know, sometimes jumping into a co-housing community is scary. <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. you're joining a group of people, probably many of them you don't really know very well, saying we're going to build this together. And, um, and I just, you know, I, I know for people that's a big leap um, and a big, you know, how to jump off that platform. Yeah. And, um, it's, I, you know, this is, this is the part that for me is so deep in my heart is I know my, my, my world is so much better because mm. of the relationships I've built in the co-housing world. And co-housers are wonderful. You know, co-housers want <laughs> to have good relationships with each other. So, you know, you sort of have that built in, but I would just encourage people um, to just to just jump off that platform and grab hands <laughs> with the people that are swimming you know, and just go for it. Thank you. I love that. The idea that co-housers are really interested in relationships. I think that's a really powerful message and what better way to kind of close today. So I just want to thank you again, Shelly, for taking a moment out of your busy day. I know you've got lots of consulting appointments lined up every day. We really appreciate you showing up here today. And especially Co-Housing of Houston has appreciated our ongoing professional relationship. You've really upped our game in so many ways. And um, we just want a big, big shout out of support from Co-Housing Houston too. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you both. What yeah. a pleasure to, to spend yeah. this today with you. Thank you. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, thanks for stopping by. So glad you clicked on our episode today. For more information about our project, Co-Housing Houston, go to cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about co-housing, we like cohousing.org. We're really active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston. Bye, everybody.